This is Jones Financial Talk with Nick Jones from Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. Nick provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Jones Financial Talk with your host, Nick Jones. Well, hello and welcome back to Jones Financial Talk. My name is Nick Jones from Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions. I'd like to thank you for joining us today. And if you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, please don't hesitate to give us a call at 541-773-9567 or visit us at our website, jonesfinancialtalk.com. Now, during the 2020 presidential campaign, we heard a lot about plans for COVID-19 vaccine development and distribution, as well as a cautious plan for returning to a normal life. And all with very good reason. I mean, after all, the pandemic has been the dominant issue throughout our world for nearly a year and a half now. Now, yet despite the pandemic's outsized importance, there are many other pressing political issues that have to be addressed. Accordingly, President Biden's tax plan proposal is probably the biggest political and economic issue that we're likely to see for the next several months. And on today's show, we're going to spend some time breaking down that plan and most importantly, how it may impact you your wallet, and your overall financial strategy. But before we begin peeling back the layers of the new plan, I'd like to introduce to you my co-host, Tony Shore. Hey, Nick. Great to be here on the show with you today. Thanks for having me on. And wow, what a what a topic. I mean, obviously, taxes are a concern for most Americans out there. And um, you know, Biden has proposed this tax plan. It hasn't happened yet, but we know something's got to happen. Uh, taxes That's are right. at an all-time low, yet government spending is at an all-time high, and we just know that can't continue. So uh, what's this going to look like? A lot of people are concerned about taxes going up and uh, what it's going to mean to them. So this is going to be a great episode. But before we get into that, Nick, how have you been? Are you keeping busy? You're meeting with a lot of folks and and uh, a lot of clients there, aren't you? Things have been great. Things have been great, Tony. As the weather is improving, we're getting back out and a lot of people are coming to see us. So things have been great. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm enjoying, uh, you know, spring and hopefully summer will be here soon. So that's always nice. That is really great. Now, I think tax policy, obviously, it affects every American out there, whether directly or indirectly. So talking about Biden's tax plan, again, this is going to be a great show. I totally agree, Tony. It is uh, top of mind for many, many clients I've spoken to lately and many prospects that have called in and talked to us. And uh, today, you know, I'd like to uh, take a high level approach of how we're going to talk about uh, Biden's plan. We're going to get into its major elements and talk about it in broad terms. And as you listen, if you hear something that you think could significantly direct you uh, personally, I'd recommend you jotting it down and reaching out to your tax professional for sure. Oh, yeah. And and they can pick up the phone and give you a call and talk to you about your how it might impact your overall financial plan, especially moving forward and in retirement. I know that's what you help a lot of folks out with. And uh, you can rest assured that, you know, financial service professionals across the country are going to work hard to make sure that they completely understand the plan's finer points 
Uh, what do you have for us first today? Well, Tony, the details that I'm going to share with you today come from an article titled Explaining Biden's Tax Plan. And before we get rolling, I would like to emphasize that right away, um, Biden's tax plan is just that, a plan, right? It has to be debated, negotiated, and changed many times. And even after that, it's going to need to pass both the House and the Senate. And then after that happens, Biden will have the opportunity to sign it into law. So long story short, at this point, we don't know which parts of the plan are going to make it to the final bill, but I'm going to discuss a lot of those today. And um, the plan's first significant component um, is the proposal to restore higher tax rates and the alternative minimum tax. Biden's plan would repeal the tax reductions that were passed in 2017. And so that means the top individual federal income tax rate would return to the 39.6% from its current 37%, and the corporate rate would jump back up to 28% from its current 21%. Yeah, so there you go. Taxes uh, going up. What does that mean for the average person, though? Well, that's a great question, Tony. And for, for people with incomes of $400,000 or more, itemized deductions would be capped at 28% instead of the percentage tax rate that applies at higher tax brackets. And rates would be tiered in such a way that folks with incomes below $400,000 would not face any increases. Yeah, and we'll see if that holds up. I'm sure the notion that incomes below four hundred thousand likely won't be impacted by a rate increase is a relief to a lot of listeners out there. But give us a little more info about what might happen to those with incomes of 400,000 or more. Well, sure, Tony, I can do that. Um, So taxpayers whose income is more than a million dollars would pay the same rate on investment income as they would on wages. And also the so-called carried interest loophole which is claimed by numerous private equity and hedge fund managers would vanish. If you're not familiar, what that refers to is fund managers paying capital gains tax rates, which are currently 20% in that higher bracket, rather than ordinary income rates on their carried interest. And it allows them to continue high fixed rate participations in their funds profits while contributing very little, if any, capital investment. And that would no longer be possible if this plan passes as it's currently written. Wow. Okay. So that has some people concerned, I bet, that do that. And I think that's a good breakdown. So what does the Biden plan have to say about corporations? Yeah, that's that's a big part of the plan here, Tony. And uh, the corporate rate would jump to 28% from its current 21%, as I noted a few moments ago. And uh, that's in an effort to block profitable companies from avoiding taxes entirely. All corporations would be subject to a 15% alternative minimum tax on profits of $100 million or more, and corporations would be on the hook for the regular tax or the alternative minimum tax, whichever is greater. And so additionally, the Biden plan would also go after companies that export jobs overseas while incentivizing investment in infrastructure, green energy, transportation, and manufacturing. It also boosts taxes from the current 10.5% to 21% on global and tangible low-tax income. So at this point, it's nearly impossible to predict what impact these changes may have on corporate stock valuations and accordingly the value of stock portfolios and retirement savings. And, uh, you know, we, we typically avoid getting too deep into investments in the market on our show because we just don't have enough time to discuss all the nuances. But if you think your investments may be affected by the Biden plan, I'd urge you to get together with your financial services professional. Yeah, and I think that's a great point you make there. 
Uh, and this has been a great show so far, but we should probably take a quick break here. Is there anything else you want to add before we do? Well, yes, Tony, as always, I would encourage our listeners to visit our website at jonesfinancialtalk.com or give us a call at 541-773-9567 to help you uh, address any concerns you might have about your retirement. All right. And listeners, we're going to be right back with more of Jones Financial Talk right after this. Legacy planning is an important piece of your financial puzzle and an important part of what you will leave behind for future generations. That is why we give our clients a guide on IRA and legacy planning. The IRA Legacy Planning Guide can help protect your retirement assets from mistakes. These helpful resources are available in the Retirement Income Toolkit. This toolkit will give you the information you need to help secure your retirement. All you need to do to get your complimentary copy is visit our website at jonesfinancialtalk.com or call us at Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions at 541-773-9567. That's jonesfinancialtalk.com or call us at 541 773 9567. And welcome back to Jones Financial Talk. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and I'm here with our host, Nick Jones. And during the show today, we've been taking a look at a lot of the elements of this proposed Biden tax plan and talking about how it might impact you and your financial strategy. It's been a great show so far, Nick. How do you want to kick off this segment? Well, yes, Tony, it has been great so far. I'd like to uh, start by addressing uh, some benefits from both individuals and families that are built into Biden's tax plan. But before I get into that, I also want to remind everyone that the Biden tax plan is still just a proposal. It does need to be debated by Congress, negotiated, and likely changed to some degree before it actually lands back on his desk to be signed. Um, but as far as benefits for individuals and families, the plan has some very interesting nuggets that will help people. Uh, the, the plan touts new and reworked tax benefits for worker families, including using tax credits that are often refundable rather than simple tax deductions. And so this part of the plan was designed to provide lower and middle income workers with similar savings that current deductions often provide to higher earners. Ah, okay. Uh, that, that sounds good. I mean, making sure your tax strategy reflects all of the options available to you is one of the best reasons to work closely with someone like yourself, Nick. Uh, I know, you know, work with you and her still there at the firm, financial services professionals uh, who can help with this. I, you know, I'm not a tax preparer, but I do believe that the American tax system is a labyrinth. Uh, it's, it's kind of a mess. So having a partner to help you through it is a smart play. I couldn't agree with you more, Tony, for sure. It's a, a, a labyrinth. That's a great, great analogy. And, um, you know, as far as the, the Biden tax plan, it does propose two credits that are focused on children, which is nice. First, it would expand eligibility for the child and dependent care tax credit to provide up to $8,000 in credits for certain expenses for low and middle income working families. Currently, that maximum for this credit is about $3,000. And so the plan would cap out at a credit of $16,000 for multiple dependents if you had multiple children, obviously. And secondly, under the Biden tax plan, the child tax credit would be made completely refundable and grow from $2,000 to $3,000 per child for kids between the ages of 6 and 17. And additionally, it would provide a $3,600 per child credit for kids that are under the age of 6. Oh, okay. 
So, uh, wow, and those <clears throat> tax credits uh, are even better than a tax deduction, and it sounds like some good news for listeners uh, with little ones still at home. But how about our favorite subject, retirement? <clears throat> what does the Biden plan say that can affect that? Well, Tony, it affects quite a bit, actually. Um, one substitution of a tax credit for deduction that current law allows does apply to retirement savings. The Biden plan includes rules that would balance the tax benefits for contributions to 401k plans and other retirement plans across the entire income spectrum. And so, depending on the proposal's finer details, which aren't currently known today, obviously, there could be some substantial impacts for high earners. Specifically, if the potential revision to 401k contribution offered a taxpayer with a marginal tax rate of 35%, a 20% tax credit, let's say, rather than the present deduction, the tax savings for the current maximum yearly contribution of $19,500 would drop from a tax savings of $6,852 down to $3,900 only. Ah, okay. Yeah, that's a big drop in uh, tax benefits there. I've heard the Biden plan also addresses uh, health insurance costs, uh, which is certainly going to be another area of high interest for a lot of listeners. What can you tell us about that one, Nick? Well, definitely. The uh, Biden proposal calls for increased access to health insurance. And currently, as it's written, the plan would also provide refundable tax credits for insurance premiums that are intended to limit family spending on premiums to a maximum of 8.5% of their income, which is still a high level. Uh, and additionally, the plan would provide enhanced tax benefits to those who purchase long-term care insurance. So if the version of this plan that President Biden eventually signs into law includes tax benefits for long-term care insurance, it may be a great idea to work with your financial services professional to find something that fits your needs. Well, yeah, and that's always a good idea. And so far, it seems like this proposed plan has a wide net that's really seeking to offer up some benefits uh, to a variety of people and some tax increases in other areas. That's right. That's a that's a great observation, Tony. Um, you know, the Biden plan also includes a credit for the first time home buyers to encourage wealth accumulation through home ownership. The plan would reinstate that first time home buyer tax credit that was originally designed to stabilize the housing market during the Great Recession in the last decade, as many of you remember. And that credit would provide as much as $15,000 for a first-time home purchase. It would be both refundable and advanceable at the time of the purchase, rather than making the purchaser wait until they file their taxes, which is nice. Well, yeah, and so far it seems like this proposed plan has a wide net uh, that, again, uh, that's, you know, to really help people. And a first-time homebuyer credit could really provide a big boost to a lot of younger Americans out there. That's right, as could the proposed plan student debt help. Um, the plan would provide tax relief for those with student loan debt. It would also offer more robust forgiveness and deferral rules. Currently, as many of you know, loan forgiveness must be reported as income. But under this Biden plan, assistance would forgive the balance of a borrower's outstanding debt after 20 years without hurting them with too much tax liability. Okay, yeah, and student loan forgiveness uh, in and of itself it is a huge issue that's been debated recently. And I think people really want to keep an eye on that. 
Uh, there are a number of different proposals floating around right now that seek to address what seems to be a significant issue for millions of Americans. I mean, uh, this has become a real problem. And I know Biden has said that he wants some type of student loan debt forgiveness. And if the tax bill uh, doesn't require you to pay tax on the forgiven amount, uh, that would be huge uh, because typically that is taxable. That's that's a very good point and uh, definitely on many people's minds for sure, Tony. Um, you know, it doesn't seem outlandish to think that much of what's in the Biden plan may well become law, but certainly not all of it will. Um, so other student debt proposals making the rounds may prove to be more reasonable to lawmakers and they might take that road instead of the president's current proposal. Yeah, for sure. That, that could definitely happen. Uh, and you make a lot of great points in today's show, Nick. We should take another quick break, though, before we continue. Is there anything else you want to add before we do? Maybe let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you to set up that no-cost, no-obligation consultation. Well, definitely, Tony. That sounds great. And as always, listeners, feel free to reach out to us at 541-773-9567. Be happy to sit down and talk with any of you. Thank you so much. All right. And listeners, stay tuned. We'll be right back with more of Jones Financial Talk and our host, Nick Jones, after this. In today's volatile environment, making sure your assets are properly aligned with your financial goals has never been more important. Money can go up or down in value, and it may pose a risk if it isn't properly managed to serve a specific purpose in a comprehensive plan. If you've ever thought that maybe too much of your assets were exposed to market risk, you owe it to yourself and your retirement to check out the Color of Money Risk Analysis. The first step is getting your assets aligned with your goals. At Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions, we use the simple 11-question survey to help gain insight into your financial profile. Armed with your score, we can help you make decisions about your asset allocation in retirement. To learn more about this valuable self-assessment, visit us at jonesfinancialtalk.com or call us today at 541-773-9567. And welcome back to Jones Financial Talk. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and I'm here with our host, the man with the plan. That's right, <laughs> Nick Jones. And my, my question for Nick is always... So how's it going down there in financial services? <laughs> you know, Nick, a lot of people are, you know what a lot of people say. What do you want? Financial advice. They want financial advice. That's right. That's that, what I'm here for, Tony. Ex exactly. <laughs> uh, and this has been a great one. I mean, there are a lot of uh, details on this one. Uh, deets, as the kids would say, because uh, the Biden tax plan, uh, when you get into taxes and uh, this proposed tax plan, uh, there's so many details that can affect your finances, um, you know, for years to come. So these kind of proposals are obviously dense is a word. <laughs> I'm trying to think of more words to describe it. Um, but I think we've done a good job giving a high level and useful breakdown. You've really helped us there, Nick. What do you have next for us? That's perfect, Tony. Well, um, explaining Biden's tax plan, obviously, um, does a, a lot of different things. And, and the next thing I'd like to address is payroll and estate taxes, which is going to be a significant area of interest to many of our listeners I know. Um, in 2020, the Social Security payroll tax is 6.2% for both the employer and the employee, 
on salaries up to the income total limit of about $143,000 in 2021. And for self-employed, you pay twice that. The Social Security rate is 12.4% of net profits. So the Biden plan that he's proposing to implement would add an additional Social Security payroll tax of 6.2% for both the employer and the employee on income level over $400,000. The plan doesn't call for an additional Social Security tax on salaries between the current $143,000 and $399,000, though. Well, yeah, and so that covers payroll taxes right there. That's interesting. Now, what is the article, or what what do you know about estate taxes and how this plan might affect that? Well, Tony, the uh, the Biden plan encompasses two potentially uh, large changes to the federal estate tax. First, it would slash the estate tax exemption by roughly fifty percent from its present level of eleven and a half million dollars in assets, which would place it back to the pre-Trump level numbers. And the article notes that tax experts think many very wealthy people already utilize tax planning strategies that would reduce their estate tax bills, and they will probably continue to do so. So while the smaller exemption amount may result in more tax planning, an increase in the revenue that it's likely to, to, to give is going to be nominal. Well, okay. So that's interesting. You've really given us a lot of great information so far today, Nick. This is There's a lot to this plan, obviously, and we now know uh, a lot about what President Biden and his team are thinking. But I'm especially curious about how Biden's proposals and ideas compare and contrast to those of President Trump's and his tax plan. Well, that's a terrific question. I get asked that pretty often, actually. And um, I don't think it's any great revelation to say that the philosophical differences between the Trump administration and the Biden administration are, are pretty big. And yeah. to put it bluntly, <laughs> I mean, to put it bluntly, Tony, the, you know, President Biden is seeking to roll back several of the tax policies that President Trump advocated for. Um, and no, and though, you know, not officially part of the Biden proposal, um, you know, w- one thing is that the numerous uh, other changes that are being considered include repealing the limit on state and local tax deductions, an end to real estate like-kind exchange benefits, incentives for domestic job creation, and a potential phase-out of deductions from pass-through vehicles like S-corporations, for instance, partnerships and trusts for people with incomes of $400,000 and more. Wow. Uh, And from what you've explained throughout today's show, it seems like uh, a lot of the potential changes uh, are limited to people who are making 400,000 or more. Is that right? Well, that's right, Tony. If there's one clear theme running throughout the Biden plan, it's an emphasis on changes that benefit those making less than $400,000. But that's not to say really that people that make less than that aren't going to see ripple effects uh, if this plan passes. Now, beyond that, the Biden plan would tax investment income for people whose income is more than $1 million at ordinary income rates. It would implement higher Social Security and estate taxes on higher earners and the wealthy. It would drop the estate tax step up in basis and tax the carried interest fund distributions at ordinary income rates. Wow. Okay. Well, and I hope a lot of our listeners out there are going to be able to take away some really good and useful information today. It at least gets them thinking about what's what could be coming down the road and how it might affect them. 
But I can't get over this nagging feeling that a lot of people are probably saying, okay, I get all this, but are my taxes going to go up? That's what everybody asks, right? Well, I think that kind of anxiety is more than reasonable, Tony. And the simplest way for me to answer that question is to say, it depends. I mean, to know what the impact might be to you, your best bet may be to find a tax professional or a financial services professional who can help you by looking at your unique situation. Yeah, everybody's situation is different. I know that uh, you and Herstel are always talking about that on the show, uh, how everybody's different. And so you really need to work with a financial services professional so they can get to know you and your situation and really make decisions based on that. So in the time we have left today, how about a quick recap about whose taxes would go up under this proposed Biden plan? Well, definitely, Tony, you got it. There's There's been a lot of things that we've discussed today. But uh, in recap, uh, under B- President Biden's proposal, taxes for corporations and for most people with incomes of $400,000 or more will go up. Now, it would return us to the pre-2017 top marginal individual tax rate of 39.6% and swap out flat rate tax credits for some deductions. And people with incomes greater than a million dollars are going to pay the same rate on investment income as they do on wages. And lastly, equity and hedge fund managers would pay um, ordinary income rates on any carried interests. Yeah, which they now don't have to do. So uh, that's a biggie. Well, there's certainly a lot to digest here when it comes to this Biden tax plan. But as you noted earlier, while many of its elements may become law, it's still likely the bill as currently proposed will have some changes. So uh, how about we do an updated episode later on once the bill is actually signed on how it's going to affect us? I think that sounds like a great plan, Tony. Uh, many people have been asking lately about taxes and if they're going to be going up. And I know we covered a lot in this episode. So if you'd like more information about what we've discussed today, I'd encourage you to visit our website at jonesfinancialtalk.com or call our office at 541-773-9567. And uh, stay tuned for uh, that updated episode that Tony and I will bring to you in the future. All right. That sounds great, Nick. Thanks. And great show today. Uh, I hope everyone got a lot out of it. There's a lot to digest there and think about. And I think it's important that people are aware of what's going on and what possibly might be coming down the track, you know, uh, and it's going to be coming at them like a, a steamroller at some point or a, a fast moving train is probably a better analogy. <laughs> uh, but that's great. And listeners, uh, that does it for today's episode of Jones Financial Talk with our host, Nick Jones. Take care, listeners, and we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you for listening to Jones Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Nick Jones at Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions. Call 541-773-9567 or visit their website at jonesfinancialtalk.com. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions, a registered investment advisor in the state of Oregon. Insurance products and services are offered through Jones & Associates Premier Insurance Solutions. Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions and Jones & Associates Premier Insurance Solutions are affiliated companies. Nick Jones, Herstel Jones, and Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. 
materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.